when you become somebody's agent, you wear a lot, a lot of hats. One of them is helping them with the actual real estate transaction. But again, for those of us who are really aiming and understand that relationships are the real currency, it is a process, right? So how do you continually to show up and to continue to, I guess, feed that relationship? It's almost like you're dating them, but until they're ready to take it to, to the next level. Hey friends, I'm Rosemary Lewis, your homegirl, and I'm so excited that you are here. I do not care what it looks like on Instagram or HGTV. This whole being a realtor thing is not for the faint at heart. In 2017, I quit my job as a teacher to follow my real estate dreams and quickly found myself overwhelmed and struggling. Fast forward to today. Not only have I been recognized as one of the leaders in our industry, I have actually grown a business that I absolutely love. I don't care if you're a brand new agent trying to figure out how to get started or a veteran feeling overwhelmed and just stuck. I was just like you and I totally get it. Many times I wish there was someone that I could just talk to about all the challenges I was facing. And that is why I created this space just for you. Like best friends do, I'm giving you all the tea related to navigating and thriving in these real estate streets. If I can do it, guess what? That's proof that you can too. Everything's better with friends, so let's succeed together. Welcome to the Real Estate Bestie Podcast. Hey, 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 besties, welcome. Well, first of all, why did I start off like that? I sounded like Fat Albert, if you are old enough to remember him. Hey, hey, hey. Well, hey, besties, <laughs> welcome to episode number 96. And you could probably already tell that I am in just a little cluster of a mood, feeling all silly and everything just by how I am starting this episode. I hope that wherever you are listening to this podcast, whatever you're doing, if you're headed to an appointment or if you are going for a walk or wherever you have decided to ha- put your bestie in your ear that that you're just doing good, right? That you are feeling good and that you are just in a good place. And if you're not in a good place, I hope that you just feel a little, here's your little virtual or your radio sonic, I don't know, what do you call it? Podcaster hug. I hope that you just feel that good best friend hug squeeze you wherever you are. So today, besties, we are going to talk about nurturing our database. And I thought that this is a great time to have a conversation about this because while, you know, we love those situations where you meet somebody on Tuesday, they pre-approved or they signed the listing agreement on Wednesday, houses on the market, or they're going to contract in a couple of days. And then, you know, 21 days later, we are at closing. We love that. But the reality is that even in a market that is a little bit more favorable than the one that we are in now, that the reality is that it's normally a little bit of a longer game. Add in interest rates that hit seven and eight percent and all of the other things that we're faced with right now. The reality is that we are probably going to be nurturing in our database a lot longer, but that's okay, right? What do they say? It's not a, a sprint. It is a marathon and slow and easy is what generally wins the race. And the beautiful thing, I know some of you are like, well, my bank account ain't beautiful because of it. But the beautiful thing is that once you nail 
and you get down the nurture process, then it gives us even more time to build trust within the people in our database. And I am truly a firm believer that the more trust that you're able to build, they're going to not just choose you for one real estate transaction. They're going to choose you over and over again. They will have an opportunity to become Raven fans and essentially that's what we want, right? We are in this business for the long haul. We want to build a business that will continue to feed us. And this is the perfect time to talk about nurturing. Now I have to tell you that when I first started to hear the topic, nurture your clients or nurturing your database, I did not really quite understand what that meant, right? So you may not be quite as novice at, at this as I was, but I'm just gonna like, I'm almost speaking, you know, real estate bestie is a great example for me to talk to young Rose. Oh, I don't really like when people call me Rose. A couple people in my life get to call me Rose, but you know, when I was talking to young Rosemary, I'm going to act like I'm talking to her and just breaking down things very elementary to help her understand what that means. Because again, we throw out all these words in our, in our business, provide value and nurture and show your worth and your value proposition. And sometimes we really don't know, okay, but what does that mean when I'm talking to this one person? So pretty much when I think about what it looks like to nurture something, right? Think about how we nurture our children, right? I don't expect every lesson that I'm teaching Cameron or the way that I care for him. Cameron is my 12 year old. I don't expect to see the fruits of my efforts right away, right? Like, like you all know how you got that kid and you're like, I know I told you, you know, you're supposed to walk in this door and, and pick up your shoes. or you're supposed to walk in this door and speak to these people. You walk past them like you don't have no home training. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, with kids, you have to say the same thing over and over until one day it clicks, right? And then when I think about what that looks like in our real estate business, I see that as how do we keep showing up and showing up, raising our hands to not only say, hey, I am your go-to real estate professional. I'm the person that can help you solve your housing problem Um, because essentially we want to do that. But y'all know our, our business is so much more. When you become somebody's agent, you wear a lot, a lot of hats. One of them is helping them with the actual real estate transaction. But again, for those of us who are really aiming and understand that relationships are the real currency, it is a process, right? So how do you continually to show up and to continue to, I guess, feed that relationship. It's almost like you're dating them, but until they're ready to take it to a, to the next level. So I'm going to share with you three things that are accessible to every single bestie listening, but want to give you an idea of how to utilize these three things in order to nurture your database. So first things first, right? When I say your database, what is your database? That is essentially everyone that you know It could be past clients, it could be your friends, it could be your family members, it could be your neighbors. And I am going to encourage you to have somewhere where you are keeping up with these people, okay? That might be in your CRM, that is your client relationship manager. A lot of brokerages offer these. Honestly, though, I am a fan of having my own CRM because if I ever leave a brokerage, if it's not ever a good fit, I don't want all of my data to be left with the brokerage, right? So that's like a pro tip. Full, full disclosure, I honestly did not have a CRM. I made a whole lot of money. I'm talking over $500,000 in real estate before I actually invested in the CRM. And, and, and that's what I mean, invested in the CRM for a long time, y'all. 
my CRM was a Google sheet <laughs> and I was literally old school. Like I kept a Google sheet. Every time I added somebody in it, I would just reshuffle the alphabet, you know, so I could keep them in alphabetical order. And I wasn't as detailed as I am now in terms of like in my current CRM, I'm able to like take notes on our phone calls and set reminders and all that. I just had this list and I would just go down this list often and make sure that I hit all the people on the list that I had a conversation with them. Now, of course, it wasn't the most innovative system, but it worked, right? It worked and it kept me in front of people. And I want to just say that because if when I say things like CRM and database, you are overwhelmed. Literally, if you have a Google account, go to Google Sheets and just start putting everybody you know into Google Sheets. And I like to alphabetize them. So after I put them in, I like go alphabetized by the last name. And then that way I just have a little way that I'm keeping up with everybody. Okay. So you have your database. Now, how do you nurture? And there are going to be different things that you're going to do to nurture, or I should say the frequency in what you share is what's going to change. But how you reach out is going to be pretty much the same, no matter if the person in your database is a member of your sphere of influence, meaning that you may not have actually done business with them, but they are definitely someone in your network where there is either a potential to do business with them or potential to do business with somebody that they know. Or it may be a past client, you know, somebody who you have actually worked with before and you don't want to make the mistake that a lot of realtors make. And that is, you know, to have past clients and then just kind of fall off and never call them again after closing. Or someone in your database could possibly be someone who maybe this is a potential lead or it is a lead, you know, you met them at an open house or you met them when you were out and, you know, they're not a friend, but definitely someone who has raised their hand to show interest in needing some help with real estate. And that may be, you know, immediate help or future help. And this is one thing that I want to point out, especially since we're talking about what it looks like to nurture is that I was this way and I've even had some conversations on my team where they're like, oh yeah, I met such and such, but she don't want to buy it until like next October. And then I have to remind them and I've even reminded myself like, okay, that that's cool, bestie, because guess what? You want money next next October too, right? You, you don't want to just get paid this year. You want to be getting paid next year. So one of the biggest jobs that we're ever going to have is continually adding names, adding people to that database. And I don't want you to be discouraged if you talk to someone and their timeline is not immediate because again, this is a marathon. So let's get into what it looks like and what it sounds like to actually nurture that database. Well, I've told you this before, said it before, I'm about to say it again. Number one way to nurture your database is pick up the phone. I better call Tyrone. Call Tyrone, call Tamika, call Tammy, call Shelby, call all those folks. Pick up the phone. But when do you pick up the phone, right? When do you pick up the phone and when do you give them a call? So I like to make sure that I am speaking to everyone in my database. Like I am literally dialing their number at least once per quarter, four times a year. Now, there are tons of ways that you can go about doing this. If you were a part of Real Estate Bestie Academy, we gave you a connection schedule. You can divide the alphabet, like however you want to do it. You just want to make sure that you are having conversations, like you are actively picking up the phone four times a year. 
Now, because I love you and you're my besties, because you might be like, how, how, what do I say? Like, what do I say? What do I do in order? Like when I am on the phone with people, if you go back to episode number 91, there is a role play call with my team where we role play the Ford script. And that is pretty much if it's someone in your sphere of influence, you know, that you they might not be actively looking to buy or sell, then you're going to talk about their family, you're going to ask about occupation, you're going to talk through recreation and even get to their dreams. So you can go back to episode 91 to check that out. But let's just say this is a person who actually has raised their hand and said, Hey, I'm looking to purchase but I'm looking to purchase in a year. I personally think that only reaching out to them every once a quarter is not enough, right? Now, they're definitely not going to be the person that I'm calling every single day, but there's too much time that can pass in three months. Like, you know, they thought that their timeline, and, I, and this has happened to me, thought that their timeline was one thing, but the right house came along and the timeline moved along, but they haven't heard from you in three, four, five months. So they just went ahead and talked to the person at the open house. So for that person, I am generally like any potential issue lead in my system. I'm going to suggest that we're reaching out to them once a month, but make sure that you reach out and in terms of not just reaching out, I'm not just talking text, I'm talking, picking up the phone, make sure that it's not, Hey, I'm just calling to see, are we still on for next October? Right? No. Um, you might give them a call and say, Hey, you know what, Shelby, I know that you are really interested still in Frisco. And I was actually in Frisco and I went to the farmer's market over there. And I don't know if you were aware, but they have so many good farm to table options. If you were ever looking at it, and I just want to keep you updated because I know that this is an area you really like. So I want to make sure you know about those areas, right? So making sure that you are picking up the phone is definitely a way to nurture. And I'm going to speak to this real quick because for some reason, and, and I know the reason is because we have so many ways as a society to be connected, yet we are more disconnected than ever. Some of my besties are millennial or even Gen Z, meaning that, you know, you grew up in Texan society, you you roll your eyes when the phone rang. And I get it. Picking up the phone can feel intimidating, but everybody is picking up text. I literally, y'all, this morning, I was texting somebody back and forth. This was another real estate agent. We were trying to get a time set up on the schedule. And before I do it, like I just got distracted. I have more text, more, all this other stuff going on. And I just realized like, oh my goodness, I didn't respond. It's been six hours, right? Because just like our phones were so inundated with text and videos and all this different stuff. So picking up the phone is really a lost art. And that is definitely a way to nurture your database. And then here is a ninja tip. Go on social media. Like if you haven't talked to somebody in a while, social media, a lot of people love to talk about themselves and social media is a great place to get like a little cheat code to figure out, okay, what are they doing with their life? Like how big are their kids? Like, you know, what's going on? So go to social media. Next way to nurture your database is through email. Okay. I have shared, I don't know if I've shared on the podcast, but I've shared it in my coaching. I've shared it on challenges, definitely have shared it on YouTube video. Email is is the GOAT. I know most people think social media is the GOAT. And I know because we're egotistical and we know like, you know, we, we like to see how many likes we got and what people send us on social media. We can get it twisted. 
But I am telling you, when you look at these major big businesses, the ones that are balling out of control, the Bath and Body Works, the Nikes, all these people, they will wear you out in email because that is where they can isolate you and kind of get your attention. They can they can have some direct messaging. So making sure that you are sending emails out to your entire database it is gold. Two type of emails that I recommend. One is kind of like a newsletter type where you can put some personal stats. You can give some local things in there. You can share a story about your own life, you know, and there's a way to be personable without being personal. If you're like, I'm private, I get that. But, you know, having a way to connect with people via email is a game changer. When I started sending out my weekly newsletter, no lie, I have this amazing client named Xavier. Hey, Xavier. Xavier, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but I'm shouting you out. I remember Xavier sending me a message because they moved away from the Dallas area. And he was like, yo, I tell my wife, Every time we get one of these emails that when you just send these emails, it makes me want to come back to Dallas. I miss, you know, I miss you. I know that you, you were great. It makes us want to buy a house from you all over again. And that's what you want. You, it gives you another space to have this connection. The next part of email is that you want to send market updates, right? You want to send updates to people and everybody in your database, like everybody is nosy. They want to know about houses or they own a house. So maybe you can keep them updated on what's happening in their area. Now, here is another ninja tip with that is that please don't wear people out. Don't show up in their inbox every single day. Like all of my friends that own homes, I'm showing up in their inbox about once a month with an, a market activity report. But if I have somebody who is looking, you know, I know that they're going to be purchasing within the next six months. I may be sending them an email once a week so you can adjust the frequency. Remember, I said that the tactics don't change, but the frequency changes. So making sure that you're sending email, that is just another touch point in order to stay in front of people. Also, another great place to just deliver hella value, right? Like in my emails, I'm going to share everything with you from a recipe to what's happening up the street to, you know, just talking to you through, like I'm going to share videos from my vacation, whatever. Email is a great way to connect with your database and to nurture them. And then finally... Social media is a great way to nurture your database, but not just in you posting, okay? This is where I want you to check your ear a little curve. Yes, you need to have a social media presence, but here's the thing. Y'all know that the algorithm, God bless him, he be only be showing people like 10% of our people what we do, not even 10%, right? I have like 9,000 followers on Instagram, right? On average, he might show 200 people my stories, right? That's not even 10%. Like that, those are very, very low numbers. You have to, like they have to engage and they have to look for you in order for your stuff to pop up. So a lot of times y'all will be out here posting and thinking that everybody, everybody saw your open house. Everybody saw, no, 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 no. They did not see it. They did not see it. But you know what you can do in order to nurture your database? First of all, friend them on Facebook. That's right. It baffles me, especially in the world of the block button. When I look at realtors that have private pages. Now, I know that you can block certain posts. Those of you who don't want to show your children, I know that there are different things. But people are going to go and they're going to look like if someone refers Rosemary out, I guarantee you that person nine times out of 10 that person who was referred to me is going to scope me out on social media or Google me before they even reach out in real life. 
So you want to have your pages open. That's just my advice. And any weirdo, like my block game is so real. I will block somebody in a hot second. But what I want you to do when it comes to nurturing is you are going to seek out, you're going to take your little list and you're going to look and say, hmm, I haven't talked to Mary. I called her last week or last month and she didn't answer. Let me see what she's up to on social media. Oh, lo and behold, Mary's sister got married and they were at the wedding. Everybody looks beautiful. And I cannot believe her baby sister is now married age. So I am going to slide in her DMs or slide in her text messages. First, I'm going to comment on the picture of the wedding. Then I'm going to slide in her DMs and I'm going to say, oh my goodness, Mary, Please don't tell me that little Tasha got a whole husband, right? So now your engaging on social media is really going to find out about them. I know we love to talk about us and our business and everything else. But now we need to go and actually have conversations and develop rapport with them. And then hopefully it will turn into them picking up the phone or reaching out. And now you get to do the Ford script where... You get to talk about occupation and voila, I'm a real estate agent and I need deals to what you got. We're not going to say it like that, but you know what I mean. So that is a goldmine way to nurture your database. So just to recap, okay, we are in a state of market. And quite honestly, we should always, even if the market was a little bit more progressive than it is right now, we never want to lose sight of nurturing our database, right? Because the relationships that we are building are everything. And once we continue to nurture, because y'all, every interest rate won't be 8% forever, right? Things won't be like this forever. And as long as we are consistent with our activities, not only are you going to be able to stay afloat and still thrive, but when interest rates, when things change, all those people that you have committed to staying in front of, they are going to remember that, okay? So again, you want to make sure that you are calling, calling with a purpose, that you are sending emails, okay? And you are engaging with them on social, but on their social, right? We don't want, we don't want to only engage with the people that raise their hand and talk to us about what we are doing on social, but we want to use that little database sheet or go on your CRM and make sure that you are first friending all the people you are connected with them on social. And we want to make sure that we are engaging. We're having conversations. We're congratulating them on. We talking about their kids, like whatever, all of the things that they have deemed important. We want to just shout out. Okay. All right, besties. That's what I have for you on this day. If you could do me a favor, why don't you screenshot this episode and tag me so I know that you watched it or listened to it. Tag me on social. I'm Rosemary the Realtor. But then also tag one of your real estate besties that just may need a little push, a little encouragement, and also just some actual tips on what they can be doing to nurture. Because remember, collaboration over competition over here. We are all doing the darn thing together. And I'm just so excited for what we're building here. So I will talk to you soon, besties, and have a great day. Happy client nurturing. If you enjoyed this episode and you have a real life bestie that you think it would resonate with, y'all do me a favor, go ahead and hit that share button because you know what? We are better together. Make sure you share the podcast and I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you giving me five stars more than you know. I'll talk to you next week.
Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group. Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.